Good morning, everybody. So today we're doing a little bit of a different episode for Phil and Pipe. We had another <laughs> what you would call technical error. But that happens. And so because of that, we are showing off our Patreon podcast, which is Fiddle and Pipe Happy Hour. So And y'all are in it for a treat too, because this one has <laughs> Matt Richards of Mmm yeah. conversations hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. And we talk about a lot of things like getting back into teaching again because school started not too long Especially ago. Especially in this weird i was gonna say post-covid but i guess it's really still during covid times <laughs> yeah it's, it's still, still COVID, COVID times, times. <laughs> wash your hands people <laughs> oh yeah we also talk about a lot of our weird memories in class at in undergrad so you'll get a kick out of that yeah. <laughs> rl skills oh my gosh <laughs> i'm like triggered when you say that <laughs> it's just too much that hybrid lit class that we had to do, that was always That fun. was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. They did not do a good job with that. I, I mean, we all bonded over <laughs> bad teachers and thinking that we would do well and mm-hmm. failing. Oh, yeah. So you definitely want to take a listen to it. And if you like it a lot, then you should definitely subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fiddle and pipe it's only five dollars a month yeah five dollars a month that's all it is and this is what you get and i mean you don't have to drink alcohol for the happy hour (laughs) you can drink coffee because i mean it's the morning and i don't think you should be drinking alcohol yeah no i mean if i get up at 5 30 my first thought is definitely not let me start the morning with a cold beer it's coffee it's it's water and coffee if you want to yes. drink water, that's also a good option because, you know, staying hydrated is really underrated, I feel like. Yeah. Drink a LaCroix if you want that carbonation effect. A LaCroix. You know. A LaCroix. Well, here's a sampling of our Patreon. If you think what we do is worth a few dollars, feel free to sign up and throw it our way. And without further ado, here's a special look into Fiddle and Pipe Happy Hour. Here's a deep dive into the minds of Brittany and Catherine. There you go. Hi, I'm Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Blinchin, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. Yay. This is Fiddle and Pipe, happy hour ASMR. My thumb went right into my can. <laughs> that is what she said. Mm. Oh, God. Yummy. Just stick it in there, Brittany. So, Give it a taste. Guess who got duped again into thinking they were getting a drink made for them and then didn't get a drink made for them? Ooh, let me guess. Ooh, wait, I want to guess. I want to guess. Y- yes, yes, is, is that person's name sound like Flitney Cross? Why were those sounds the ones that you picked? <laughs> because I was going to say shitney, Ross, but I felt that was kind of mean. So I decided no. not to say shitney. Or Whitney Floss. There we go. See, you should be in charge of this. I'm over both of you. Oh, I have a visitor. <gasps> Is it lazy? I'm eating the popcorn and she's like staring at me. 
She won't. Anyway. She is interested. Come here. I'll give you a little piece. Join the podcast, Lacey. You've been meowing all freaking hour. Sorry. Now she doesn't want to go up on the couch or speak. That's fine. It's fine. Anyway. This white claw tastes vaguely like tangerine. I'm disappointed. That's why we don't drink white claws. Well, we had... We, we had a bunch of people over a few weeks ago, and a lot of them left them here. So I've been mm. trying them. Mm-hmm. They're, is it their pineapple one? Actually, isn't bad. A lot of them aren't bad. They just are, don't taste very strong. I haven't had a White Claw since... Uh... Never. Oh, my. Excuse me. I am fucking fabulous. Why are you fucking fabulous? I'm sure y'all have noticed that we have a third voice. Mm-hmm. With us today, we have yeah, Mr. Yeah, Matthew yeah. Richards. That is what they call me. Why are your headphones like that? Oh, because it's easier to chew when these aren't squeezing my head together. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So you said you're fucking fabulous? Yes, I am fabuloso. Because the school year has begun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we can talk about all of our recruitment stuff. Talk about school. Yeah. So if you didn't already know, I teach middle schoolers a.k.a. the worst idea ever. Um, <laughs> first of all, uh, middle school gets out at like 4.15, so like... Past my bedtime. Yeah, really though. It's so late. It is so, so late. So late. Second of all, they are at a point in their emotional development where they have no sense. And or they, they have, have no... None. <laughs> they have no development at all, and they just no development. They, they just say really though. They say whatever's on their brain. They fight over the stupidest things, and it's it. Or they're too cool for school, and they don't want to talk about anything. And you're just sitting there talking to a bunch of lumps of flesh and not actual Ew. people. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I'm so ready to, like, go back to school and teach I know. all the middle schoolers. Honestly, though, I, I just complained about it, but it's wonderful because, you know, being in a school when you're a teacher, surprisingly, that's, like, what we want to do. Like, we want to be in the school with kids and interact with them. It's great to be back in the classroom with the energy of kids being kids. That's the fun part of teaching. At, yeah. at least most of the time, we love our kids. If you hated your kids, like, you probably wouldn't be there. Honestly, I was say, you yeah. probably wouldn't be teaching. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's easy to forget that you care about them when you don't actually see them. Like, I had a bunch of kids in my virtual class last year that I have never seen at all because they never turned their cameras on. And then You're like, they come. Who are you? Yeah, they come into my class this year and they look at me like, why don't you remember me? I'm like, because you didn't say nothing in class last year. Like, and I never saw you. Exactly. Like, one, like, there's this girl, and I thought she was a boy all last year because she never turned her camera on. She never said anything. So I just assumed she was a boy. And then she well, comes in. Is her name, like, a unisex name? It's a foreign name, so I didn't, I didn't mm. know what gender it was supposed to go to. But she came in, and she was, like, this sweet little girl. And I was like, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm Balkis. And I was like, mind blown. Like, I'm, I'm, I am now confused. That's the story of transitioning back from virtual teaching to actual teaching. So I did recruitment at four different schools in Cobb County. One of them was a Title I school. Um, woot, woot. Of, two of them are in East Cobb, but not the really crazy area of East Cobb. And one of them was in Kennesaw. So the 
So the four. Yeah. So the so yeah. the anyway. four the four schools. I was at Tap all the mornings of this last week and three mornings next week. And basically, how they did it was they did like a big assembly where you show all the instruments, and then <clears throat> they have the kids work through all of the like go through all the connections over the period of like seven days which is really nice because mm. it's hands-on that's cool yeah and they can touch the instruments up close and personal see that's exactly what i was going for at my school but the issue was they wouldn't let us do the assembly and then they only gave us one day of rotation so that's why it ended up being as much of a pain as it was well the other schools i did stuff at didn't do that so one of the other schools mccluskey they only had two days. The first day was an assembly, and the second day was a rotation between all mm. the connections. Another school, they did a rotation, but I was only hired for one of the days, and the teacher there is new, and I actually haven't been paid for that yet. So I'm kind of annoyed. Yeah. So that's a- like, are you concerned with, like, communication and, like, consistency and stuff? Yeah, like- and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I hope I can get paid. I mean, worse comes oh, yeah. worse, I can literally, like, contact their bookkeeper and be like, look, I have the information the verification that i was there and i have the obvious confusion with the contract so give me if it's anything i dealt with this before there's this one school that's literally like down the street from my house and i've taught their like sectionals multiple times the teacher is really nice and i know she means really well i think she's just overdoing it on her schedule Mm -hmm. and i think she is very busy and plus very scattered and she's the only teacher at that school i think she teaches both orchestra and band she has no assistant or anything which is kind of common here like at least in the schools that i teach at because the middle school that i got the email from today he is the sole teacher like the sole orchestra and band and same at one of the other schools like i think every school that i've taught at so far there's only been one teacher which can tell you a lot about the arts I guess, mm-hmm. in Denver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I keep track of when I teach at this one school that's down the street from my house mm-hmm. because the teacher will be like, oh, yeah, I'll send it to our to the DPS people and you got it because it's Denver Public Schools. And I'm like, okay. And then I never hear anything back <laughs> from the teacher. I don't hear anything from the, uh, I guess, like the bookkeeper mm-hmm. uh, for Denver Public Schools. And then I have to contact her and be like, hey, did you ever receive an invoice from so-and-so? Because I'll send, like, my invoice, mm-hmm. like, when I taught at these dates and stuff like that to the teacher. Mm-hmm. And the bookkeeper were like, no, no, I didn't. And it's like, we've done this, like, three times already, so she just kind of knows. So I just, like, resend it to her, and I'm like, here's the dates. Like, because I know when the, the pay period happens, mm-hmm. so have to hit up the bookkeeper and then I get a check in the mail it's just like please let me know if you get this and I'm like yeah that's fine but I mean after this year I was like I don't know if I want to deal with this as much anymore like I love teaching and I'm so close to the school to where I could get potential students and some of the kids are really nice but it's like also like is my time being valued like sounds like the teacher is just has too much on their plate really and I feel really bad for like a lot of the teachers here I think if you go to like one of the more wealthier schools that are in like south Denver like um, south metro Denver into Castle Rock where there is a little bit more funding but in like where I live and where I work it's probably a very blue collar area 
No, no, that's the thing. It's a very, it's a weird sporadic mix because you have really nice mansions and then you have like shitty apartments so and then like really ben nice Woody. mansions. Yeah, really, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. very weird. Yeah, I'll, if you ever come to Denver, I'll take you on a tour. Dunwoody is like 20% rich white mansions and like 80%. Yeah, like it's literally you drive through it apartments. and then you're like, you're like, whoa, there's some Negroes over there. And then you're like, whoa, there's some rich people over there. Yeah, it's like just across the street, and you're like, "What is yeah. this?" It's kind of like Woodstock, where it's like you have all these like nice giant homes, and then you have trailer parks on the other side of the street. Welcome oh, at to least America. Part of that I grew up in the, the last school I recruited with Daniel. There actually, their recruitment is they did like an after-school open house hmm. on yeah, like a Wednesday for two afters, two hours. So the kids could like go into band orchestra and chorus and try out things and then they're also doing it on saturday morning so tomorrow hmm interesting for like three hours yeah and i'm like i actually think i like that one the most i like the after school thing yeah see in theory i like the after school thing um but after being at school all day and to have to stay (laughs) after uh, longer to monitor kids who are probably going to try and break my instruments that's the part where I'm like, okay, no. Well, this orchestra yeah. director hired me and another clinician to supervise, and then mm-hmm. she has a bunch of high school students, like so, yeah, who and, are her former students. Yeah, I, I, I don't have that luxury, unfortunately, because the high school does not have orchestra. So that oh that's a pain. oh your kids don't feed into an orchestra program. Nope, which we're trying to fix, and we'll see how that goes this year. I'm sure um, that, like, discourages yeah. your numbers. Oh, yeah. My eighth graders were, like, begging me last year. It's like, can you move to Stone Mountain High School with us? Because we need an orchestra program. I was like, oh, I know. So Have you thought about, like, sorry, I have to fix my hair. Just my after hair school. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was like my first, orchestra? yeah, my first idea was, like, okay, if there's enough interest, maybe they'll let me go over there and do an after school program or something. That would be really so, cool. So yeah, that that that's something I'm gonna ask about, or I'm gonna see if I can get started because at our uh, in-service meeting where all the teachers in the district we come and we you know meet up and throw ideas out, and they were saying they were trying to hire someone for that uh, position, but I think they're apply. looking. I mean, honestly, if I could like get from my school to there with enough time, then I would. But is it close by or is it far? It's not close enough uh-huh. yeah gotcha. and also like oh, wait, i don't have that much time for, like an after school club or they're hiring like an actual no they, they said they were trying to hire an act an actual director teacher mm. person um because i was gonna mm. say like you could probably move from middle school to high school if you wanted to i mean honestly yes i don't know i feel i feel like i don't want to just leave stone mountain middle school and just be like hey figure it out i don't know this is the first year i've gotten to do recruiting at Stone Mountain Middle School, and I feel like it's gone okay. So I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as we go forward, it'll get better and better. And then when we when they see we have the numbers and people are actually going from eighth grade and being like, where's this orchestra program? That's when they'll be like, okay, now we have no choice. Now we have to like get an orchestra teacher. So yeah. that that's kind of where I'm starting with it. If I could, um, I would not want to give them an after-school program because that uh, right now there's only fifteen-ish that would be in there, so, so it would be good. For yeah, yeah, it would be a super small thing. So I mean, 
That's perfect for a chamber orchestra, though. Yeah. yeah like you, and you can play pieces that are, I mean, I, for me, I like doing chamber stuff. Oh, yeah. And no. I, you, I love you doing can discover music. so many things, and it's so fun. Honestly, the, that's one of the biggest issues is that with music classes, it's always about numbers. Everybody's talking about numbers. And I'm over here like, I like smaller classes like because we can do more and we can mm-hmm. get yeah. more stuff done. So I, I don't I mind having small like classes. Less kids, but more involved kids. Exactly. I prefer that. Yeah. yeah. I cannot like imagine, and maybe this is just because like my school would always compare it to like East Cobb schools, but like I could not imagine being in a class like in high school with like 50 people in one sitting. Cause that oh, to me is just too much. There were people in my orchestra. Oh yeah, that that was my yeah. that was my class too. It's so much because like I mean back then at least when I was younger like I liked having when I was a freshman I think like my class alone we had like twenty something or maybe almost thirty people in band and this was like my freshman year and it was nice because we were such a small group of kids and I think our teacher was able to get us to like be engaged a lot more mm-hmm. because it was just so many like it was very few of us we had a few like upperclassmen that took freshman band because they were doubling on other instruments which was kind of cool mm-hmm. we were just a small group of kids and we managed to like do really well like when we did festival and stuff and then I think when I got into one of the higher bands the next year, it was a little bit more people and stuff, and it just felt a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It is a different like, feel the smaller the group is, because, you know, Alfreda High School Orchestra was, like, friggin' huge. Um, mm-hmm. And we did Full Symphony on top of that, so we had we had a ton of people. Yeah. I know. I mean, even our highest group, which I was a part of, was was probably around 50 kids. And when we did full orchestra, it was more. I remember, like, the orchestra in my high school literally just, like, degraded as I was in high school. (laughs) And it was really sad because, like... Well, doesn't really have much of a... I mean, not even Woodstock, just Cherokee County doesn't really have much of an orchestra program. Mm -mm. I think, like, Woodstock, like, my high school is the only one with an orchestra program for a while. There are two... Actually, the only reason I know this is because I was you know, spam emailing directors. Yeah. And, like, Cherokee County has, like, maybe four or five middle schools that have orchestras, and then I think it's literally Woodstock, two high schools. Woodstock, maybe Creekland? Or um, Mill Creek, maybe? I'm trying to, like, think. Maybe, maybe Dean Rusk? Not Dean Rusk. Maybe Dean Rusk, yeah. Because I heard Sequoia... Um, and this might have been like around the time I was graduating high school. I heard Sequoia High School was getting a orchestra program, like the next year or something like that. And that, yeah, and just... I heard that was like the second orchestra program ever. And I was like, what? Because I don't think Etowah had an orchestra. Etowah doesn't. It could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, dear, they had a band. Dear administrators, yeah, if you want, band, if you're thinking about orchestra, were... do it. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have an orchestra orchestra program. This is just my experience from growing up. They're not really invested in the arts whatsoever. What they're invested in is getting more people in their schools, um, having their football teams make it to the playoffs, and... Um, and that's I think it. Since, since we live in the South, like, band takes such a priority. And I was actually talking to David about this recently, and 
because he was like, why is that? And I was like, because of football. Like, college football, high school football is such a big deal here. And marching oh, yeah. band is tied so closely to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even, like, when I was in marching band, it was more about the football team. And I remember, oh, yeah. like, during the recession, they we couldn't go to certain games. I think we couldn't go to, like, games that were technically um, farther um, I think, like, they took off, like, two or three schools that we couldn't go to for away games. And then I remember, like, sitting down in class maybe, like, the following Monday, and this girl behind me, she was on the cheerleading squad. She'd be like, it was really sad not having you guys there. <laughs> like, she said it was very depressing, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, the band's out a lot. It makes sense. <laughs> games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that time, too, that was when our football team was doing really well. So it really, like... You can tell, I think I went to, like, one of the games, too, where they, like, we didn't go to a game, like, we couldn't be there for as the marching band, and it was just so sad. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, we're just sitting in the bleachers, like, Well, it's not uh. like an NFL game where they can, like, pump in all that noise and music and lights and yeah. whatever fog and stuff that they use. I That's mean, the like, thing. I can't NFL picture. Are loud, but they high are. school games, I don't know, maybe UGA could get away with it, but, like, high school games without a marching band i feel like it'd be kind of like oh yeah i can't picture being at a high school football game without the drum line there like it it Mm -hmm. just doesn't fit in my brain yeah i honestly i wanted to join drumline but i knew i did not have enough rhythm i mean i and i was afraid of everybody that was on drumline (laughs) that's where all the cool kids hang out is the drumline I was also afraid of everybody that was in drumline because they were so cool and they I was were so not intense. Cool. <laughs> I was very nerdy. I did have a bass, like the bass drum. I think it was the fourth bass drum that we had. My friend played it and I put it on me and I was like, holy shit, you carry this around all the time. <laughs> and I gave her my piccolo and she was like, fuck you. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, I think part of it too is that people just don't know what the word orchestra means. Like, because we, ca- we came in day one of orchestra. I'm like, all right, what does orchestra actually mean? And they're like, uh, it's, it's instruments. I was like, well, yeah. Hey. It's instruments. <laughs> instruments. But, so, pe- I mean, people hear band and they know what a band is. You know, everybody knows I mean, what we a like band instruments, is. right? Right. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows what a band is. Nobody uses the word orchestra for anything outside of, you know, Thinking of classical music. It seems music. so elegant if you think yeah. about it. Like, We're so pretentious. Like, oh, yes, I'm going yeah. to see the orchestra today, you know. Whereas, like, band seems a little bit more casual. Right. Like, and that's, oh, I yeah, think oh, that's part kid. of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I was, re- I was really wanting to do the whole, the whole week-long presentation where they get to come in and actually, like, get to see everything. But we ended up having to squander it to one day because administration was like, oh, we can't do an assembly and we can't do Mm. uh, class rotation. And then on that one day, we only had like eight minutes per rotation. So they were in my room for eight minutes. Mm. I was like, this is violin, viola, cello, bass, bye. Like (laughs) That doesn't feel no help to. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was better than nothing. And I got a good chunk of sixth graders. But, you know... I really want, because my first year out of college, I did the whole, like, rotation for, like, two days, and it was, they had much more time, and I got 150 kids easy by doing that. So, 
Yeah, I, I really wanted to push that this year. I mean, it's a big decision to kids, and they don't realize it, but mm-hmm. music literally changed my life. And I was actually telling these kids, like, I, the only reason I played an orchestra was because my my ex-best friend at the time played violin, and my elementary school uh, best friend played violin. So I literally only played it because I had friends that played it. So it's like friends, but if I didn't, if I didn't pick music, if I didn't pick violin, I might not have met David. I want to have like my closest friends yeah. are are people who I've met in college, like y'all I met in college. Uh, Cassie, I met her in sixth grade orchestra. So mm. it's life changing. It really is. It is. Like I met David through Matt. So <laughs> if if I didn't pick violin, like. Honestly, yeah. What would happen? And that's part of why I wasn't able to, like, actually bring you in last week. Because I was like, well, if we're only going to have one day and it's going to be eight minutes per thing, it's like we're not really going to have time to do anything. Right. And it's like... You can't really justify it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, It's like I can't really say, hey, can I bring this person in to just talk and stand there and watch me talk for eight minutes? Like, it doesn't really make sense. So, and originally I thought we were going to get two days, but then on the second day when we were about to start rotation, our uh, coach, uh, he, our team leader, he came and was like, okay, so we're not doing rotation. So keep the kids you have in your classroom now and they'll stay there. And I'm like, damn it. I didn't make a lesson plan for today. So now I'm screwed. Thanks a lot. Mm. You assholes. I don't remember like having anything like this when I started middle school. I don't remember having any kind of recruitment. Sixth grade was elementary school still, but I was in school. You had, like, the band, like, in the orchestra, try, like, instrument, kind of, like, show and tell, whatever it was, where you would go around and try different instruments and then write down the sheet. And then towards the end of the year, you would write down, like, oh, I want to join band. And then it would transfer over to the middle school over the summer. And then when you got your schedule... It was like, oh, I'm in band. Like, you never had an option of what you wanted to do for your, like, electives or connections, whatever they freaking called it. You never had that option until, like, you, if you did band one semester and you didn't like it and you're like, I want to get out, then you can go get out. But I don't remember having anything like that. And I think, like, with the instruments, too, they, like, put you on the instruments that they wrote down and suggested for you. And you didn't really have a choice until, like... I think if you really were struggling hard, like, you could change, but a lot of people quit. (laughs) When I went to Hightower, they must have done some kind of assembly, but I don't remember it. But what I do remember is they had some kind of after-school open house where you had a sheet and you would try all the instruments and chorus and whatever, and they Mm -hmm. would score you, I think, from 1 to 10 based on... I don't even know how you can score. Oh, I do. I do remember doing that. I remember that. Yeah. Potential or. Yeah. Because I did recruiting with, uh, with Miss Brown. I did do recruiting with her uh, one year and I remember doing that and I remember having to score people and then she was like, Hey, just give them a 10. We don't, we don't want to discourage people. Yeah. 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 You get good scores on everything. And I remember I was stuck between violin and cello. Those were the sounds I was drawn to. And my mom really wanted me to play clarinet. And I didn't want to play uh, Your band. life would have been so different. I know. <laughs> it would have been. Strange. 
I mean, I, mean I wanted to play clarinet too, but that did not it, happen. It also might have been, it also would have been different if I played cello too. So it's always like interesting. Honestly, do you, do you guys think about that? Like, what if I had chosen a different instrument? Yeah, like, I got, where would I be today? There are, there are always times where I hear someone who's like really good at cello and like certain pieces. I'm like, oh man, if only I picked cello and right, I'm though. like, wait, I love playing the violin. And like the yeah. me to where I am. So I mean, even I, I always tell kids when I demonstrate the cello, I'm like, if I had to start all over again, then yes, I would pick the cello. <laughs> like I remember, honestly, I would. I remember like French horn was written on my sheet. Like it, flute was already on my sheet. This mm-hmm. and because I knew how to play flute, but I was just dicking around. Because I already knew like how the instruments were played when I was in band at my previous school. <laughs> because I so, already knew everything. So. This one over here, she thinks she's all smart. I thought sure. I thought it was like hot shit because like oh I play flute, I know everything, and I knew how to make like the buzzing sound on brass instruments, but I didn't necessarily like I didn't know notes or anything. So I knew. I'm how to sure. I know all about it. Uh, yeah, and. I did it on the trumpet mouthpiece, and the teacher was like, hmm. And then he stuck a French horn up. <laughs> he, said, he said, take this shit. He was like, here, can you just play this? And he made me, like, press out all these keys. And I, I just kept doing... And then he's like, have you ever played this instrument before? And I was like, no, I play flute. And then I, like, walked away. And he wrote down on my sheet, like, the little note, like, would you be interested in playing French horn? You sound really good. And my mom saw that note and was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, Wait, I was like, was I your... gave you three years of lessons. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why was your mom so opposed? The I French had, like, horn, we only do English horns here in America. Catherine, do you wish that you had picked French horn on some level? <laughs> um, I can't, I can't see you being a horn player. I don't see it. I... There's some melodies that French horns have that I like love. I think are amazing. I think they have beautiful power to like them. And, like some of the things that they have like written in like Mahler symphonies are insane. And I love it. I love oh, yeah. the power of the French horn. French horn played but, well is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about it though, like do you know any freelance French horn player? <laughs> right. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> And that was, like, not until I started hanging out with Connor, and he mentioned it to me. And I was like, uh, eh, eh, no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. So, um, Interesting. yeah. But I love the French horn. I think it's a cool instrument, but I don't think it's for me. I think one thing that really changed my, my life to an extent was picking up viola. Yeah, I picked up viola in grad school. And I really, violin is a really popular instrument. I mean, people think of like instruments. I think of like violin, piano, and guitar. Like those are yeah, those are the only three. Those mm-hmm. are the only three instruments ever. Uh, but as far as uh, getting a lot of students, those are the big attraction. I wish I learned, I wish I played piano more when I was a kid. And I think I asked my dad about it when I was a lot younger. And my dad said no. Because he said that he was forced to play piano, and he didn't like it, and he didn't want to do mm. it to me. And I was like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I but really like, think it was because of the you. piano. <laughs> you're like, I literally asked you, though. You he probably didn't want, like, piano. a keyboard or anything. Mm. I don't trust myself doing that. I feel like I would need to practice piano, like, I, as regularly as I do my flute. But I mean, I, t- I teach beginning piano. I can't. Don't, beginning yeah, I can't. Beginning piano. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm going to pass someone off when they're... <laughs> like, here's a C, 
And this is the C scale. All right, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. No. Again. Well, no. I mean, beginning piano is really mostly like, you know, little kids who take a long time to get through things. So. But it's fine. are you teaching them the most important lesson on piano? Hmm. What is it? About how my dog treat a rabbit. My dog treat a rabbit. rabbit. My that dog treat taught me rabbit. all about the piano, and now I'm a piano maestro. Oh God! My You're dog a pianist. I'm a class penis. piano was such a fun time. <laughs> That's one word for it. But I, I didn't have Miss White. Oh, I, okay, did you guys have, when you guys first did Earl Skills, who did you guys have, Wadsworth or? Benjamin. Uh, or yeah, did you have Jen? Wadsworth. So, did, I don't know if he did this to you guys, but he did this to my class. Maybe it's because I was in the remedial class because I sucked. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I actually exempted out of Earl Skills one, so. Oh, okay, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that I. Wow. Sorry that we can't be as excelled in our own wow. skills like you. I'm just. Well, kidding. The I'm funny thing is, awesome. this girl over here, shitty. she over here flexing. <laughs> so I, don't know like, how I, exempted. I exempted out of my classes, and I play like five instruments, and I have I'm students so on, like smart. five different. No, instruments. you're so, so good. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I'm so good. And also, I be getting sex like every day. Like, <laughs> I'm just. Is that what you think marriage is? I I I wouldn't know. Marriage. I'm, I'm but did you guys, when you guys took Earl Skills with Wadsworth, did he ever like make you play like these piano pieces as well? Because my first, sem- like my first semester, we, I I don't I normally only showed up at fucking seven thirty in the morning every fucking Tuesday and Thursday, and that was from like seven thirty to fucking nine. On top of being in class piano, he gave us separate piano pieces that we had to play for him in our uh, final, hmm. and. Here's the thing. He didn't do it by, he didn't do it by like level of difficulty or anything. He just wrote all the piano pieces on the board, and then he told us to pick one. So I picked one, and I was hard as fuck, and I was like, I don't know how to play piano. And then uh, Mia picked one too because she liked the name of it. I thought it was like, I think it was like fairy tale or something, and she picked it, and she was like, holy shit, like I can't play this. And then somebody that like could play piano had the easiest fucking piece. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I remember, Probably I was just like. they knew what piece to pick. And everything that Wadsworth, like, wrote down for fingerings and stuff, because, like, we would have, like, lessons with him. Everything that he wrote down for fingerings was the complete opposite of what I was doing in piano. And then when Miss White, like, when, what's her name, Miss White came in and subbed in, she saw, like, what I was doing, because I had the fingerings, I, like, followed the fingerings and the piece that Wadsworth gave me. And I was, like, trying to follow, like, that kind of structure or formula with the pieces in the piano class. And she was like, mm-hmm. everything you're doing is wrong. Why are you in this class? And I'm like, I just want to play flute. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, fuck it this class. Wadsworth well, might have been looking at it from, like, an advanced perspective. Like, how someone who's advanced. Wadsworth was also, he was probably looking at it from the perspective of someone who's never treated a rabbit before. Yeah. And also, if you think about it, this is when we, this is when the gamut, McDammit, was, like, required. So we had to do... Oh God! Wait, no, McGammit. Yeah. Ugh. McGammit was like required. I think when you guys started as freshmen, yeah, it was optional, and I was like, yeah, because they always that. talked about it Fuck like they, they were always like, if you're failing this class, you're gonna have to do McGammit. <laughs> I, I was always I, yes, the threat. I do 
vaguely remember that. And I swear to God, like, every, and, and this, this had to have been, like, oral skills, too, because the class was a little bit bigger this time, because I think it was, like, maybe I didn't do 730 the first, second semester, I don't remember, but I remember the class was bigger, and I remember everybody was, like, editing their scores on paint, and, like, even Jackson was, like, I'll do this if you, I'll, I'll do this for a price, because he, like, apparently, like, excelled at it his freshman year, because I think it was also required the year before me. So a lot of people in our class were, like, editing their scores on paint because we had to just send a screenshot. But me and Mia were the only two people in our fucking class that were doing it for real. And I remember, like, we would be on the phone at, like, 11 o'clock crying because, like, we're (laughs) still... Because you had to get, like, you had 10 rounds in each level. And to pass each level, you had to get eight right. But if you, for instance, okay... You're on the last, like, you're on round 10 or something like that. And you already have two wrong, which makes, like, you already have two wrong. If you got 10 wrong, then you would have to go back to one and make sure that you got it all right and only two wrong in that, like, all over again to pass that level, to make it to the next. It was so fucking stressful. And I remember I, like, was sitting there like, why am I in this fucking class? Like, why am I in music school? And... I remember I mentioned it. Mark Manson, I think I would just drop me to school and take college classes. <laughs> and get a real education. There are so many people that were in my class that dropped out after that first semester. I don't remember who they were. <laughs> I don't, I, I remember like. The world doesn't either. And they were so nice because I was just like, I hate this. And they're like, I hate this too. And I'm like, we could be good friends. If we stick together. And they all dropped out. And I was like, fuck this. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, fuck this. Like, I can't do this. I guess I do vaguely remember some kids, like, my freshman year that I never saw again. Me. (laughs) No, I mean, I feel like there's, like, a lot of vocalists that I remember seeing that I, like, never saw again. There were definitely a couple in that English class that we had Mm -hmm. that disappeared. Which, that was a whole separate issue. That, that English, English class. class. Oh, that, my that God. That was a creepy man that taught that class. I feel like whenever they did that stupid English class hybrid thing, I feel like they got the thing. wrong, like, teachers for that. Oh, yeah. They got the weirdest fucking guy to do that class. And I was like, this man well, They had all should... these music students, and they had to try to make it music-related with someone who doesn't know anything about music. And I was yeah. just like... And this? by music related, they just played Sarah McLachlan songs the whole time. Is that what he did in your class? He, he had a creepy obsession with Sarah McLachlan. Like, it was weird. Yeah, I remember that. The person he knew was Gayo Ma. Yeah. Yes! And I was that was like, the same one. strange person. That was the same thing with ours, too. She was like, if I went to this, like, pop concert and saw Yo Yo Ma, and we're, like, all sitting there, like. Mm-hmm. Yes, Yo Yo Ma's a cellist. Yeah, he plays the big violin, of course. And it was just, like, silence. And then she just, like, went off. But I also, I had, like, the worst class. I was in a class with Aiden Alexander. Oh, God. Uh, What's her name? Katie the trombonist? Forgot her name. Oh, Katie Reese. Katie Katie Reese. Katie Reese was in my class. They caused so much shit in that class. Aiden got in so much trouble. Jared Cook was in my class. That was fun. Oh, God. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Atkins was in my class. Did you guys I know him? I barely remember him. He was in Find Mu Alpha for a bit. He was a vocalist. Um, he, uh, 
He had like a really thick country accent. He's a dad now, <laughs> from what I remember. Hey, he's a father. He is a father. He was dating Julie Mitchell at the time too, and Julie What's was his in name? my class. Dustin what? Atkins. A T. So you said Julie was in that class too. Mm-hmm. Atkins. And that's when they started dating. Oh, that's dating. okay. Yeah, that's why I know Justin Atkins. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because they were like together. Um, Chloe, Chloe, what's her last name? French, French horn Chloe. Yes, she was in Composer my class. Composer Chloe. Be a stay-at-home mom. Who else was in my class? I had, I need to, like, look at a fucking, like, Facebook or something, like, to find, like, who was in my class. But I remember it was them. I just remember we were, like, the trouble class. Like, and she we were the base class. Us. The base class? Yeah, because you said you were him, the trouble class. Neil. Oh, I thought you were... I thought you were saying cause oh, we had all the faces. I was like, oh yeah, we kind of I mean, did. We, we that was kinda clever. Did, no, it was you, Neil, Britton. Yeah, and Joseph was uh, Joseph was in there with us. Um, and it was, me, me and Joseph would just like sit and play Pokemon the whole time. Um, <laughs> so how did you not get caught? <laughs> like that's how I don't well, like, no one think cared. he cared. I don't. He didn't was, get up to look at what we were doing on our computers. It was, it was Matt <gasps> and me, Neil, Britton, Joseph. Sarah. Jared. Alicia was in there. Alicia. Oh, um, I forgot Connor was in my class because he fell asleep in the middle of class one time. Like, he was literally snoring, just passed out. And, like, our teacher was, like, talking, and then all of a sudden she just did, Connor, like, smacked Jesus. the table. And we were like, holy shit. And he just, like, did this. <sighs> Not even speaking. Like, he was just like, what? I just scared Lacey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but she was That's mad. the most Connor thing ever. Sorry. I was trying to, like, think who else was in my class. That was Con- It was Connor. Sorry. We were a trouble class. No, our, cl- our class was great. We didn't. None of us cared. I just remember yeah. mine was telling me that I need to get a new major because I was oh. just a BA. And, like, our research paper that we had to do at the end of the year was, like, researching, like, topics on our major specifically so for the performance major she was like just look up like artists that inspire you or what you want to do with performance with education what 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 are your goals for education and then me and chloe were just like bas and i like did as much research as i can and you can do like it's just kind of like one of those degrees where it's like i'm not sure what i want to do and then if you want to do a master's like you can do like a certain concentration if you wanted to I just remember, like, when I did my presentation everything, I thought I had a good paper, I thought I did a great presentation, and then she gave me a 70-something, and then she gave uh, Chloe, like, two points below, because she said that we don't have real majors and that we need to find a new one, and I was like, shit, That's some hot trash. I was like, I I remember having to do papers for that class, and I remember, because Samantha Griffith and Melinda were in that class, too, Mm -hmm. and I remember being at, like, we were all hanging out in Samantha's apartment, like, writing this paper, and we were like, ooh, we gonna, we, and I remember, I was writing a paper about Michael Jackson, because we had to, like, analyze a musical performance or something, and I was like, ooh, Michael Jackson, I can write a paper about that, no problem, it's gonna be great, best paper ever written, and... Uh, it had to be like 1,500 words. I'm like, no problem. I could write 1,500 words about Michael Jackson. Easy. And then we turn it in, and I'm like, mm, best paper ever. That's going to get me an A+. Plus. I'm going to get a great grade. I'm going to be top of the class. Get it back. It's a C. And he's like, you summarized. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, what does that mean? 
Yeah. His <laughs> you summarized. I think I wrote yeah. mine on like the Foo Fighters or something. It was a. Uh, he was so particular about his like his grading. He was style. and. Literally yeah. everybody got C's on the papers in that class, yeah. and those were the only grades. So we were sitting there like, "Well, oh, so stupid." Yeah. Oh, I don't miss that class at all. I think like Jackson told me that that like their class had like an alcoholic or somebody like as their teacher. Mm-hmm. Like he would find like bottle stains like on his Jesus. paper. And it would oh be like goodness. A, and it, it's just like sloppy everywhere. And I think like that teacher passed like everybody, <laughs> but Jackson's like, yeah, I think I think that teacher had an alcoholic problem because they weren't even that right when they were in class. So mm. I was huh. like, oh, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but no, I don't but... think they have anything like that here at when when I was at DU. Like they never I mean, did I anything wouldn't. like that. <laughs> All of our teachers are squeaky clean. Oh, you mean yeah. anything like a freshman yeah. seminar kind of thing? I think they might have, like, I mean, here at DU at least, because it's a private in a smaller college, like, the class sizes in general, even if you, they're, they're mostly small anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they have few large lecture classes, from what I've been told from people that I know that did their undergrad there. Yeah. I think I was done with, like, most of my gen ed by my early sophomore year, and I was so happy to be done with it. I, I was so, not, and that's why I it took me either. five years. I did so, a lot of summer classes. I did to get rid of my class, dad. Classes, and I had shimmer crashes. AP credits. You got some AP credits and some summer crashes. Um, I honestly wish I took like summer school more often, just to get rid of some classes. Because summer same school was though, fun. Because yeah. I was screwed over my senior year because there was not any openings for a science class that I never took that I needed. And I was just like, um, well, um, I guess I'm just not graduating on time. Like, God damn. Oh, no. Wait, were you <laughs> so able to, to sign up or did you have to like do summer school? No, I, I ended up having to do an extra semester. So like my student teaching, I did my student teaching and I thought I was done. But then I didn't have that credit. So I had to go back and do an extra semester to just do mm. that class. That's so, dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. What was it, like environmental science or something? Or no, it wasn't science. It was history. I remember because uh, we talked about uh, we had a teacher that was really fond of uh, Franklin Roosevelt for some reason, and um, she talked about him a lot. And um, but I remember Susie Reyes was in that class with me. So, um, hmm. but yeah, that was like the one class I needed, and I remember specifically uh, having to stay an extra semester just for that. I took one of my history courses um, during the summer at KSU, and it was like the six-week period, because they have like, at the time they have like May master, six-week, and then eight-week classes, and I remember I took the six-week class, and I was like, I really wish this was a full 15 weeks, because I loved my teacher. She was like from Russia, like off the plane, Russia. Um, she, she had... She was like, I am from Russia, and I was a Russian nurse during the Cold War. And she told us, like, so many cool stories about what she experienced, like, during that time when she was living there. She also had, like, the bushiest, biggest, thickest, curly black hair. Like, this, like, sticking out like this. Hmm. And she had, like, these thick rim like, glasses that were black. Super, like, she was just like, I'm a boss-ass bitch loved her everyone hated her and she had like a terrible rating on uh ratemyprofessor.com but i loved her and she was great like i never had a problem with her 
but I was Here, like, I just want you to tell but, some more stories. <laughs> but here's the question, though. Hmm. Isn't every war that's fought in Soviet Russia a cold <laughs> war? <laughs> that is, you have a point. You have that, a point. Do you remember that six-week psych class that we took together? I well, loved you, that class. That class was phenomenal. Because we had some interesting people at our table, too. This is our our fall of our sophomore year. And it was Yumi and Melinda. And we all took the six-week site class. And our teacher was, um, how would you describe her? She was, she was very, very free-thinking. Yes. Is the nice way of putting it. And she believed that you could, no, that you could be, you could be anything you wanted to be. So I could identify as a black male and that was okay. I don't know why you'd want oh. to do that. Because then you'd get shot by the police. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. And, and we got really we got really into our classmates' trauma. It really was group therapy. Like I do remember that. And I was just like sitting there like, what is going on? I, I learned way too much about people that I had seen once. And I was like, okay. Oh, interesting. My no, I... my favorite girl <clears throat> in that class was the one she I think I don't remember if it was her or like her family. no, it was her family that adopted a little black boy. And she came in, she's like, I don't know what kind of product to buy for his hair because black people's hair is different. And I was like, this is, this, well, this is, the way she worded it just threw me off. Or not, like, <laughs> yeah, not the, I don't think it's the most, it's not the best way to word things like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember how exactly she said it, but it was like, the way she said it, I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, Hold weird. on. I, I need to kind of wrap this up Dave and I are supposed to go to my neighbor's house for dinner um but it was great talking with y'all I know yeah. reminiscing Happy about sc- school days oh, oh god I'm like again. It was weird. flashback Friday anyway because it's Friday <laughs> that way it is Friday so. that's true yeah, that's true that's true anyway thank you for joining us for fiddle and pipe happy hour we hope you are happy and, and we you hope an you spent an hour with us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, thank you for joining us. And we hope you guys join us again. Bye. Adios. <laughs>